Blog Talk Radio. AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and we are back. I'm excited about tonight's topic. It's been something that's been coming up in um, the classes that I have been teaching, and it's certainly something that comes up after a heavy-duty set of eclipse season and Mercury in retrograde, which at the time of this recording, we've just gotten through that. If you're listening to this in the archives, as people often do, then uh, check your local (laughs) moon calendar to see what the moon is doing at that point in time. But for right now, at the time of this recording, we just finished up with um, the spring eclipse season and then also Mercury in retrograde and actually tomorrow morning, which when you guys are listening to this today, will have been um, the new moon, which is fantastic because that gives everybody a boost of energy and we've come through a pretty deep corridor of letting go and having things suddenly disappear and relationships end out of nowhere and all sorts of you know, slicing and dicing of all the old stuff, and now we have a kind of a clear field for the new. And, of course, when we have that, we have the focus now turned to out of survival and into bringing in what we most desire, into manifesting that big old word that has become quite mainstream. And I've been doing this for a very long time. I've actually, I don't want to date myself, but I started this work back in the 80s um, <clears throat> my mother would drag me to channeling sessions when everybody else was at the mall. I was like a teenager and she was dragging me to channeling sessions in people's basements. She was so into all of this. And um, she studied with Shirley MacLaine and, you know, when, the, when all the, her big stuff was first coming out. And this was really obscure stuff back then, you know. And so, but I grew up with it and um, my third generation, uh, you know, intuitive and what have you. And so, I definitely grew up around this stuff, and it, but it's very interesting so many decades later to see how mainstream the word, at least the word manifesting has become. Now, um, unfortunately, the media likes to do things in sound bites, and um, so, and that's, you know, it's pithy and it's wonderful for getting a little tip or trick, but it's not going to give you the results. Um, that fluency obviously will give you. It's just like if you went into a, you know, a, um, a, 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 a what is it, a, a Spanish restaurant, and you and ever the whole menu's in Spanish, and you don't speak Spanish, but you know some vocabulary words, so you can pick up a few things, but you can't hold a full conversation. So if you need any kind of special instructions done to your recipe, to the meal, or 
you know, uh, you want to ask some nuances about ingredients and stuff. We don't have the vocabulary, don't have the, the sentence structure, the past, future, present tense, all of those things, the declensions, to be able to have a full conversation with ease, right? And also, if you do have some, like, working knowledge of it, you have to think about everything before you say it. It's like, oh, okay, how do I say dog in Spanish? Okay, oh, perro, okay, um, okay, okay. I'm going to try to, you know, you have to think, right, before you start to speak. So that puts air in the conversation. It slows things down. Then you get shy about how you use the accents and how, you know, especially if you're speaking to someone who is fluent, where it's their first, you know, language. And so, and, and people who come to this country do the same thing with English, right? They kind of slow down. They're a little shy about saying things. They don't want to pronounce things wrong. They're embarrassed. And so when you only have bits and pieces of a language and you don't have a fluency in that language, then it can't get you very far in that, that type of communication. And so energetic communication is the same. If you were just getting tips and tricks and a little bit of this here and a little bit of that there, you have some exposure. Maybe you can say, you know, chop suey and egg foo young, but you can't speak the whole, you know, you can't go to China and order from those menus, right? So unless somebody's willing to speak English to you. So like I said, it's same thing with this. And one of the things I wanted to bring up today, because I know that this is a hot topic, the whole idea of manifesting, and it's very mainstream, um, I wanted to talk about how you may be canceling your manifesting out. Not on purpose. But by doing some very kind of natural 3D things that may not be top of mind, and um, I want to bring that to your attention. In my academy, I have a uh, advanced alchemy mastermind, and it's a, you know we have a, a really robust set, a, a curriculum that gets you from real fluency, not just now in the energetic communications piece where you're channeling and working with your higher self and getting daily downloads, daily messages, a two-way conversational relationship where your higher self is your guide, you know, all along the day, right? So we, we start off there, and then we move into the second piece of it, which is, uh, you know, four, four months or more of manifesting training, of advanced alchemy training, where you're getting how that energetic communications relationship now that you have, you know, that ability to communicate energetically with your higher self, how to ask your higher self questions, how to receive um, answers from your higher self, how it initiates a conversation with you, how you initiate a conversation with it. It will narrate your day. So this is the major thing that people are missing and they're manifesting. They don't have that two-way conversation with their higher self. So when it comes to getting ideas about timing and it comes to getting about ideas about what's the steps I should take towards this manifestation, they're going straight back to the limitations of their 3D mind. The 3D mind can't come up with its own idea. All your new ideas are always downloaded from your higher self. And so if you don't know how that happens, then you're kind of at the mercy of whatever you kind of pick up 
and you pick up bits and pieces and hunch it, you call those hunches or a little intuition or a little dink or a little synchronicity or you see 1111 or 444 and you get all excited about the numbers. But if you can't interpret it and if you can't get the dots all connected so you know why that particular set of numbers and those types of birds show up, you know, as symbols, and then you had a contextual download that tells you, oh, you saw those crows and you saw the numbers 222 because of blah, 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 and that is applying to this thing for that you're trying to manifest with work or this thing that you're trying to manifest in that relationship, or this is a warning to not go down that road but to go down this road, or you were trying to make a choice and here's the signs, but not just the signs, but the contextual message of why you should make this choice or that choice. And then your higher self is always the ones that delivers the information on timing, on, on, on and again, the tasking, right? Because you do have 3D tasks to take when you're doing manifesting. It may be just as simple as a Google search or call this person now or, or check out that particular loan option for that instead of what you thought. Or, yes, you can qualify for something that you don't think you can with your mental mind because your mental mind is, you know, going into the pool of unworthiness, but your higher self knows, oh, no, 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 if you have a desire, there's a pot of money for that desire. So don't cut off the desire because you don't know where the money's coming from. Talk to your higher self about that desire. Get involved with that desire and the money will download for you. It will show up, right? So those are the types of conversations, that kind of conversational relationship that when you get actual fluency, you know, and I would say a strong working conversational um, mastery and then on into full fluency, right? So that when you get into that corridor of this, then the manifesting takes off because now you're not undoing what you're trying to do, and that's what this show is about today. So what do I mean by canceling out your manifesting results? So we all kind of start where we decide, okay, I'm going to, take the time finally and do what they, these gurus say and I'm going to sit down and write my intentions and maybe you're going to do some sort of special ritualized type of thing. Maybe you're just going to write a list of the things that you desire. In our mastermind, we do um, a bucket list of 300 things. So we go past one, two, three, four things. You do 300 things, small, medium, large. And, um, you know, some people are better at going to manifest the really big things in their world. Some people are better at manifesting, working on the small things. Um, there's also like thought processes, like I'd like to be able to manifest um, feeling good about new situations or feeling optimistic more so than pessimistic if you kind of have your own personal screensaver on it being a pessimist all the time, maybe you want to manifest a version of you that has that higher elevated emotional scale of optimism because that certainly is an easier corridor for manifestation than pessimism all the time, right? So we have a bucket, we call it Bucket List 300, and all my clients write out their bucket list, and then throughout the year, that's what they're working on. 
Um, and what's also interesting is that once they write it down, some of the things that sort of through osmosis, quote unquote, they show up, right, because they're already doing all this work towards the manifestation and they're, they're living a sort of an, uh, a 5D lifestyle, not just like, oh, let me try this little trick. Oh, let me try that little thing I heard, you know, on Instagram. It's a full system. So since they're living a 5D lifestyle, a frequency-based frequency based system with full consciousness of it and full intention, then it revs up the speed part just exponentially because 5D is way faster. There's a, um, a ratio that's uh, 17 seconds of energetic focus, frequency focus, 5D focus, is equivalent to three hours of physical work. So it's always faster. And 5D was meant to be 80% of how we operate. So all that being said, I wanted to talk about, um, and there were so many of these, I'm probably going to do a part two of this show, but um, I wanted to talk about the first five ways that you can be kiboshing your manifesting as you're, you know, once you finish doing your intention session, and most of the time when we're looking to do an intention, we're doing it with some sort of, like I said, process. So you might be doing visualization. Maybe you do a, you know, old-fashioned like vision board. Maybe you're doing some affirmations. Most people sit down and they kind of try to do creative visualization where they close their eyes and they imagine them there, themselves there, and whatever, having whatever it is they desire. But you're basically moving yourself into at least a semi-version of 5D frequency where you're quieting your mind, you're trying to go into more of a, you know, what you call it an alpha state of consciousness. You're trying to move over to more of a quiet, still, mindful, meditative state. So you're moving into kind of the the vestibule of 5D frequency, right, to ask for what you desire, okay? And so in that vestibule, you're kind of asking, you're putting in your order. It's kind of like being in that drive through and you're in that 5D frequency. Well, 5D frequency operates on a totally different infrastructure than 3D frequency. If you listen to my shows, you've heard me talk about this, and I talk about it constantly in the academy, is 5D frequency it has its own infrastructure. 3D frequency has its own infrastructure. So 3D is time and space and linearity, and it also includes all the negative emotions, blame, shame, guilt, fear, all your physical abilities, your physiological systems and your ability to analyze, to rationalize, um, and it is governed by your mental mind. So your 3D mind, your thinking, beta consciousness, beta brainwave mind, okay? It can't come up with its own new ideas, what it's there to do. It also, you know, houses your memory, right? So it helps you to remember for that particular encapsulated lifetime, this, you know, lifetime that you're in, it helps you remember so that you can keep yourself safe. It does work on keeping you safe and so that um, you can navigate the physical world. On the 5D side, it's actually like an, the opposite infrastructure, which is no time, no space, no linearity. Everything is in the present moment. You have infinite access to infinite possibilities. That's where all your new ideas come from. That's where all your d desires come from. That's where all your inspirations, actions from within spirit, all of that comes from the 5D frequency, the five, and it's all operating on 5D infrastructure, okay? And that's governed by your higher self, the 
portion of you that's helping the embodied portion of you is connected directly to the expanded portion of you, the higher self version of you. It's all one you. It's just portion of you is in a body car and the other portion of you is out in, you know, full consciousness, in full energetic form as the navigation system. And so as you have that combination, when we go into what we desire, when we sit down in that manifesting session, we, we, we come up with this idea. Well, that idea was downloaded to you in the first place. So it's your higher self letting you know, hey, here's an idea. Here, you know, ask for this because we have it sitting right here, ready to, go, ready to be delivered, okay? And so you come up with this idea like, oh, 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 I have to have this. I have to have this. And so the first thing you do when, you know, so you do the, your, let's say you do your visualization and all that. So you've asked in 5D. Now you open your eyes. You come out, now you're back in 3D, you're in your chair like, oh, crap. Well, that was wonderful, but you know what? Where's the money going to come from for that? Okay, so that's the first thing you've done to cancel out. But then you say, I wonder how long it's going to take. The second thing you're doing to cancel it out. Then you say, I better get after it somehow, some way. I better make this happen. Third way of canceling it out. And then you say, oh, I better not get too emotional about that one because that sounds like a really tall order. I can't imagine how I'm going to do that. And uh, so I'm not going to get emotional about that. I'm not going to attach to that because I have to prepare for the worst, to prepare for, you know, just assume I'm not going to get it, but it would be very cool if I could. Or you say something, you know, so that's a, that's another canceling cancellation button. And then you say, fingers crossed, hope it happens, another cancellation button. Because that whole fingers crossed is more belief in doubt than it is in, in, in manifestation. It's allowing way too much doubt to come in. Moving into like a superstitious type of fingers crossed. And that all kind of sits in the pot of pro- protective pessimism. A lot of people protect themselves being pessimistic, figuring if I think of every worst case scenario then it won't happen. But what you don't realize is that in the infrastructure of energetic infrastructure and 5D infrastructure, whatever you think and put emotion to gives you the actual physical result. So if you're asking for something that you really desire and then you come out of that asking session, that visualization, whatever it is, and you go to, okay, let me prepare not to get it just so I'm not disappointed and you have all this yearning, doubt, you know, uh, shielding, cutting off any kind of positive emotions, then what you're doing is you're just amping up, you're setting a different intention. You've literally canceled out the first intention of the desire. You've put in the second intention of I'm going to focus on all the negative things that can happen. I'm going to focus on the negative emotions, I'm going to focus on not investing emotionally in a positive way in something I can't see yet. I'm going to focus on powering through and trying to make it happen, and you've just killed the whole thing. Now you're back to 3D machinations, struggle, strain, strife, yearning. And then, God forbid, you you numb out, you try to escape, you know, whether it's through shopping or internet surfing or TV or vaping or too much marijuana or whatever it is, 
eating, smoking, drinking, gambling, um, you know, just focusing on other people's lives and not on your own life. I uh, see a lot of that. All of that's escaping, all of that's numbing, all of that is saying I have to escape the constant disappointment that I put myself through by investing more in the negative to, quote, protect myself, which is actually throwing yourself to the wolves. Okay, so it, because you're literally using the electromagnetic field, you're using the energetic infrastructure against yourself. There's a, a phrase that is very, very appropriate for this, which is worry is negative prayer. Worry is negative prayer. So this is the thing that, you know, it, it went, the first key to solving any issue is awareness of the issue itself, right? So if some of this is ringing a bell, don't get down on yourself. Just say, oh, okay, higher self, how do I address this in my life? How does this apply to my life? These questions, any questions that you have, put the word higher self in front of it. Higher self, what should I wear today? Higher self, which shoes should I, would be the best expression of me for me today? Higher self. You know, your higher self can see if you're going to trip later on in the day. It might say, hey, wear sandals today. You know, you don't want to wear, wear the Louboutins. It, you know, it, it can see where, you know, you're not kind of, let's say you had a, like I know um, when we had Mercury in retrograde and stuff, and I, you had some extra stressy days, right? You know, just the eclipses and stuff. You had some extra stressy days. Or you just go through a corridor where, you know, things seem to kind of be going off. This is, you know, even for myself, this is not a matter of eliminating all negative things that can happen and always just living in perfection and all this. No, you're always going to have contrasting experiences so that you grow and change and all that stuff. So it's really, sometimes you can use the frequencies to go around a lot of those experiences. And sometimes you are being brought through. You're being guided through those hard experiences because along the way you're going to be building your strength, your skills, your insights, your wisdom, and, all, and what have you for where you want to ultimately be. Right? And ultimate, I put in air quotes, because it's always expanding and growing and expanding and growing. So people will say, oh, I just want to be comfortable. No, 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 no. Life is dynamic. Life is always moving. Life is always growing and changing and shifting. So saying, I, you know, I just want to be comfortable from the context of I'm not asking for too much, so, I, you know, they should give me at least a little bit, so I'm just saying I want to be comfortable. That's making the universal energy parental because that's what we do with parents. Parents say, you're asking for too much. Money doesn't grow on trees. Why do you want so much? Why, well, if you've got three kids and you've got one job and, your wife is pregnant again, and oh God, and the kids are asking for all this stuff. And you, that's what you say, right? You get defensive. That's a parent. But the universe, remember this God, universe, source, energy, and you know, God of your understanding, your liking, however you want to say it, is infinite. Everything that was ever going to exist already exists. You don't have to create anything. This is a whole system of how to choose and not cancel out what you choose unknowingly okay and then how to guide that choice from the fifth dimension 
through the fourth dimension into the third dimension so that you can participate with it in a physical way. It already exists in 5D. It already exists energetically. There's a corridor, a transfer corridor, fourth dimension, and then there's the third dimension where you get to experience it in a physical way. So that car you want already exists. It's an energetic form right now. If it's not, if you don't have the keys in your hand, that, you know, significant other you want already exists, that beach house you want already exists, that, you know, money for that class or that wedding or whatever it is, it already exists. You're already at the wedding, having the time of your life. Or not, there's also versions of you that are not at the wedding, that are at the wedding, we call those parallel realities, where you're not having the time of your life. That's why everything that exists, everything you could ever think of already exists. You get to pick which one you want to have the experience with. And then there's two things that have to happen. One is you have to really strengthen your yes and know what yes is in the frequency version. What does yes look and feel like to frequency? Okay, you have to strengthen your yes. That's what we spend the whole time in the academy doing is strengthening the yes. First, you know, teaching all the infrastructure and stuff, but helping you then to strengthen your yes. You can hold that yes steady. Because the minute you say yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, then the stuff stays over in 5D frequency. And whatever you're saying that strongest yes to, so if it's a negative thing, well, yes, I'm negative, and yes, I'm pessimistic because I'm skeptical and because I'm, you know, being uh, smart about it and, you know, I'm just going to sit in doubt and fear and blame and shame and guilt and all those things and I'm just going to be a victim and victim, you know, just constantly talk about the things that happened to me in the past and what my parents did and how they're, it's the reason, they're the reason why I can't have these things that I want. And what you're doing then is saying, okay, 5D frequency, send me all the proof that my past is still governing over me. Send me all the proof that what my parents did to me, even though they've passed away, what they did to me is the reason why I can't do blah, 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 because they damaged me when I was 7 or 8 or 10 or whatever, right? So your focus is what dictates what downloads. Now, the other thing is your, when they talk about alignment, when we talk about alignment, you need to meet the frequency halfway. So 5D frequency is way faster than 3D frequency. It feels different. Where you sit and ask your questions and give your complaints and say, you know, higher self, you need to save me, blah, 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 blah. Wherever you are asking from, the frequency that you're asking from is a completely different frequency than where the answers are. So you have to change. And that's another big one. I can't tell you how many people, friends included, that I hear their mental minds try to convince me that they can't change and that all, but they want the change and they want me to give them tricks and, you know, predictions and, 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 and give them a reading or whatever of, and predictions about whether something's just going to happen for them. And they get really aggravated when I say, no. But I thought, you know, you thought, no, your behavior 
and your habituated behavior, your habituated thoughts, and most importantly, your habituated emotional pathways, the way that you behave emotionally is dictating whether something's going to come to you or not. No psychic, no tower reading, no puka shells, no, no smoke signals are going to predict you around you. Not going to happen. Ever. And the big piece is when we start to take energetic responsibility, that means that we are starting to learn how to manage our emotions and deliberately create emotional signatures that are conducive to moving alchemy, to moving things from a 5D frequency level into a physical level. The bottom line is 5D can only descend so much. That higher frequency can only descend so much. So guess what has to happen to make to make the fill the gap? You have to ascend to it. So we have to speed up our frequency and understand the rules of alchemy and present ourselves in a high energetic vibrational way. And then frequency, 5D frequency, can lower and slow down the vibration of what it's sending to us so that it can become a tangible physical experience. But you have to rise up to it so you kind of meet in the fourth dimension. So you have fifth dimensional energy, third dimensional energy. Well, the corridor, that baton toss, where they hand over the baton to you, those keys, the wedding rings, <laughs> the, you know, Louboutin, whatever it is, the Rolls Royce, whatever it is, right, is in the middle of that fourth dimension. You have to be able to go up to it, and then it comes down to you, and you meet in the middle. And that's what vibrational alignment really is. My new book I'm going to be talking a lot about. I have two new books coming out. Um, one is the 5D Toolkit, which is uh, a whole primer on the whole, what we do in level one, a whole primer on how to, you know, speak to your higher self and all of that and getting your first messages and all the infrastructure, like a lot of the theory. The second book is called The Alignment Factor. You know, my very first book was The AHA Factor. Well, the second book is going to be The Alignment Factor. My third book will be The Alignment Factor. And I'm going to be talking all about this advanced alchemy and what this really means in very practical terms so that you can grasp it. Because really, you have all of this stuff in you but nobody's caught you up to the level of fluency to match the level of intellectual fluency that you have. You need to be able to speak your energetic language as well as you speak your primary language. If that's English, then think, okay, am I as fluent in my energetic abilities as I am in speaking English? Or if you, whatever your native tongue is. Okay, am I at then if you are not, then you have work to do. You need to come see me. You need to write to me, support at com, and let's talk about the academy and what, what might be appropriate for you. Okay? So let's I'm gonna go through these through five of these things um, that I have. I talked about a lot of them already, but just so you can write them in your notes and start to really contemplate them. One of the first things that will cancel out your manifesting is asking about how and the timing uh, without it being a direct conversation with your higher self. 
right? So if you're asking your higher self, your higher self is going to uh, support you with one step to take, and then as soon as you take the next step, then it will give you the next step to take. And, as soon as you get, and it, it can give you kind of ranges, okay? But remember, everything already exists. So it can, you can have it exactly like right now, but usually there's adjustments and shifts and changes and mostly your frequency and your consistent frequency so you can get that thing to align with you and long enough that you can experience it tangibly. The second thing is attaching to a goal. Now, here's where it gets interesting. This is where the two infrastructures, 3D infrastructure and 5D infrastructure, kind of start to clash with each other a little bit if you're not fluent, not understanding how they really work theoretically. One of the things they say is, you know, and I know, like, I remember specifically Jack Canfield when he was in um, The Secret and uh, they were giving that whole little... Um, you know, recipe for manifesting with law of attraction. And they would say, you got to feel everything. you got to go to the car dealership and hold the steering wheel and smell the seats and, you know, all of this. And, you know, you got to give yourself a date and you have, to, you, have to, you have to march to that date. And what he was mixing was success training, like goal setting kind of success training, and then energetic frequency um, alchemy. And the two are on different infrastructures. So he was putting, adding in time and space to a non-time and space process. And it got people really messed up because a lot of people would get really super attached to the fact that they put a date on a timeline for this thing and they were doing massive action like Tony Robbins was saying. And this is, you know, this is like the early 2000s, late 90s, you know, kind of version of manifestation before all of the rest of the rules had been revealed. And it is like this kind of mix of, you know, oil and vin- oil and water. And so people would get attached to the goals they would grip them. They would start trying to work really hard, and they were doing the closing their eyes and creative visualization and all that, and, and they would attach. But it would be, instead of it being like a, a um, communing with that desire or becoming that desire or melting into being the version of you that is that desire, it became an attaching thing, a choking off thing, a controlling thing, and the mental mind went back into control and would choke it off, and then the manifestations wouldn't happen. And people would get really, really upset. And then it was, quote, a fad, the secret, uh, you know, or, or cult or whatever. So attaching to the goal is not what we want to do. What we want to do is invest the emotions in it because that's part of the manifestation engine is the intention and then the feeling is the magnetic energy that brings it to us that's what brings it that emotional connection is what brings it from 5d into the fourth d the fourth dimensional corridor and your emotion staying consistent is what brings you up and you up into the fourth dimensional corridor and that's what gives you that transit energy to get that thing from non-physical into physical form is your emotion. So if you're saying, oh, I have to avoid emotions and I can't be, you know, I have to give up on the, you know, I'm attached, I'm attached, I'm attached, now I have to give up. 
because now I'm just disappointed because I'm, I'm missing deadlines and all that kind of stuff, right? So you're creating this mosh. What we need to do instead, and you hear the word surrender, people consider surrender to be give up. And so there's this like push me, pull you with attachment surrender, attachment surrender, attachment surrender. None of that is what you want to do. <laughs> what you want to do is take on, and pr- you have to practice these emotions, but take on the emotional signature of what it will feel like when you have it. So you've heard that because that's fairly common. But then what you want to do is not give up, but give over. So you say, and if you have that two-way conversation with your higher self, you won't feel like you're giving over to something you don't understand, which is why I always start everybody with the language, energetic language skills first. Because if you don't have those, that's where people get into a mess. So you want to give over to your higher self and say, okay, I'm going to work on this piece because that's what you told me to work on. I'm going to keep myself really open, really receptive. I'm going to feel that sense of relief when I get what I desire. I'm just going to step into the feeling of relief. Oh, I feel so relieved. Oh, whether it's there yet or not, I feel so relieved. Practice relief first. Then you can practice awe. You can practice excitement. You can practice victory, triumph, joy, happiness, whatever. But practice emotions that you can kind of get your head around. A lot of people can't get their head around joy. They're living in, you know, hell all the time. They're stressed out all the time. So relief. Relief always gives way to something. It's kind of a gateway drug. Like if you practice relief, oh, I'm so relieved, oh, I'm so relieved. Ultimately, after the relief comes blah, blah, blah. Like so I was so relieved and then I was happy. Like I was in awe that the situation worked out, right? Oh, my gosh, I was so happy. Oh, I was so in love. Oh, so whatever it is. But that relief is the one that most people can, that's the low-hanging fruit. So if you're sitting there sort of really clamped down in the 3D corridor and really kind of not knowing how to get into that fourth-dimensional kind of transit energy and you're not quite able to, you're not, you know, emotionally, quote, articulate enough yet to be able to sort of, you know, pick your emotions and dictate how you're going to, you know, create your emotional day kind of thing. You're not there yet. Um, Relief. Practice with relief. Just that will get you out of your own way and not cancel out the manifesting results that you're looking for. So avoiding emotions about what you want is another one. So, and that includes, um, and this is number three and four, I guess, preparing for the worst and hoping for the best. Please don't do that. Like, like don't. <laughs> okay. It's not hope for the best, okay? And this takes time practice. You know, hearing it on a you know a, a short podcast is is obviously not going to fix it. But I want to plant these seeds so you can say, hmm, let me contemplate that. What is that? What else is that? You know, what does that really look like? So what you want to do is assume the best and ask yourself for how you can best do that. Your mental mind is very limited to what it's seen before and what it's heard other people do before. This is why people love to read books because it fills their mental mind with other potential ideas. They love to watch reels on Instagram, you know, on on TikTok and what have you. It's exposure, exposure, exposure. The more you're exposed to, the more your mental mind has access to to get you in and out of things, right? 
So, but if you're constantly just comparing and competing, or if, if you're one of those people that um, always looks to the people who had the worst outcomes and then aligns with those people, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, you know, Sadie did that. And, oh, it was a disaster. And, oh, I can't. Uh, you know, all of that kind of thing. Or you, you know, again, go back to your past and I had this happen and that happened, this happened, that I can never do that. These, all of that, just strengthening your no to the manifestation instead of strengthening your yes. Okay, and then the last one, it's funny, I kind of muddled these all up together, but the last one was comparing yourself to others and then assuming the same thing will happen to you. Frequency is, your frequency is as individual as your DNA. Because something happened to someone else, they have a totally different frequency signature than you. So you can't assume that it's all going to happen for you that way. Right? Just because somebody, you know, have you ever bought something on Amazon that, you know, everybody seemed to love, but then you got it and you're like, oh, what is the hell is this? <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's a disaster. I bought a puzzle table because I had this, like, delusional idea that I was going to sit down and do a, you know, a 700-piece puzzle of a, like, mosaic, you know, something ridiculously hard. But I was, you know, it was Christmas. I don't, I forget where it was. And I was just like, okay, I'm buying this thing. Oh, I'm going to give myself a beautiful puzzle table. And, you know, this puzzle table was like 250 bucks. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. It folds up, you know. You can work on the puzzle and then you can put this thing over top of it so the dog doesn't get to it and what have you. So I get this, oh, and this looks like, a, you know, furniture grade and all the people. I got this thing home and it was a disaster. The dog jumped up with his paws and the whole legs cracked. The thing that, the piece that goes over the puzzle pieces, I, you know, when I put it down and I closed the thing up and I put it on its side because it's like, you know, the thing you can fold and put on the sofa or whatever. Put it on its side, up against the sofa. All the puzzle pieces fell out onto the floor. Like, this is a ridiculously expensive puzzle. I mean, the whole thing was a disaster. So just because the reviews are great doesn't mean that your experience of that thing is going to be great. Right, and so if you take it from something like you know a puzzle table to your life, you create your life with your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And your thoughts are the intentions. Your emotions are the magnetic energy. Thoughts, electrical emotions, magnetic, electrical magnetic fields. We talk a lot about that in the academy as well. It's part of that fluency package. Understanding what tools you're actually working with. And then having all of them at once and then connecting all the dots. It's like, okay, let's bake a cake with all of the ingredients. You can't expect to get those cupcakes, those fancy cupcakes, and you only have two of ten ingredients, right? So this is where um, I just wanted to give you some stuff to chew on, to think about, to feel about, right? I'd rather you feel about it than think about it. Because thinking about it keeps you in that 3D corridor. But I want you to, as you listen to these shows, and, and I actually, our studio, all the studio equipment has come in now, the producer's working like crazy, and we're going to be starting to migrate the show onto our new platform and what have you over the next couple of weeks. And um, so, you know, as we get moving with the shows and, and what have you, books and whatever else is coming out, I want you to start to just 
practice the idea of sensing and feeling about your opinions on something as opposed to thinking. So I tell my girls in the academy, girls and guys, um, and they, when they first start, we want to start noticing, right? And then the other thing is you want to start to say, instead of that makes sense, or does that make sense to me? You say, how does that feel for me? How does that feel? Because how does that feel puts you right into the corridor of 5D frequency. It puts you on that energetic infrastructure, and that's going to put you connected to the infinite, which is going to give you way more options. And then when you figure out those options that you desire most, then you say to your 3D mind, okay, we're going to do this. Have you ever gotten that sense of knowing where you didn't have to think? You just felt like, oh, I knew within this, every cell of my body. Boom, there it is. And then you say, okay, we're doing this. And you just tell your mental self, like the masculine tasking energy, like, hey, we're going this way. And then all of a sudden, it's weird because your masculine side all of a sudden knows what to do. Why? Because it's being dictated from your higher self. Because all of you are on board on the same train. Right? So what we want to do to invite knowing, I'm getting way ahead of where I wanted to be with the show, but that's okay because I get excited when I start talking and I start teaching you guys like I'm teaching in the academy. But where you want to go with this is you want to invite your higher self into the conversation. You want to feel first. Because most of everybody is thinking first. You want to say, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. You want to get to that sense of I knew within every cell of my body about everything, whether it's to eat zucchini over asparagus or to marry that guy over that guy or to go pick that school over that school or go buy that car over that car or take a cruise or take a mountain hike or whatever. You want to be invitational to frequency to start to participate in your process all day long, every day. This is not Sunday go to meeting type behavior, okay? They made church like that where it's one day a week. You know, you know everybody has their day. It was the Sabbat on Fridays and Sunday or whatever. And, you know, the Catholics are in the church on Sunday. The Baptists are in church all week, whatever. But the bottom line is there was like a, Okay, I'm going to do this. Okay, now I can just be free for all until I go back the next time. That's not how frequency works. This is not a dogmatic system. This is not a religious system. Okay, we're not just, you know, swapping out words. Okay, take out God, throw in universe. You know, take out, you know, prayer and throw in intention. That's not, a lot of people think it's that. This is not about spirituality. This is about frequency management. Frequency, fluency. This is about the overlay of the senses that you have that go beyond your physical physiology that you were born with. This is about catching up your frequency ability, frequency-based abilities to your physical abilities because they're supposed to be a braided integration of the two. So this is not spirituality. This is not replacing religion. This is how we're meant to operate and thrive on the physical world with access, full access to our infinite self. 
So with that, uh, I invite you, I'm doing registrations now for the fall for our, for our 5D Academy. We have level one, which is the channeling focus, you know, focus on learning how to speak with your higher self and also you're building out your own system of energetic hygiene, taking care of your frequency, the way you take care of your body. And then uh, we are also registering for the Advanced Alchemy Mastermind. And that is uh, the next step. So if you've already taken freeform channeling in the last three, four years, um, you have the prerequisites already, and you can apply to be in the Advanced Alchemy Mastermind. If you have never taken anything with me, then you would want to apply for uh, level one to start there. And we can talk to you all about, you know, what it all entails and the prerequisites and what have you. So if that is of any interest, I would love to, to hear from you. We'll send you um, a training to take a look at. You'll, we'll do a, a frequency assessment to see where you're at right now with using your current level of frequency that you're operating with now and give you more information about whatever program fits. And so if you want to do that, just send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com. That's support at ahamomentsinc.com. And um, like I said, we have so much coming up down the pipelines here. So um, just if you're not already on my main mailing list, send me an email again at support at ahamomentsinc.com so we can get you on the list. We're switching over websites and what have you now. And so very shortly in the next couple of weeks, we'll have all of this on, you know, on the site and whatnot. Uh, and the new podcast on the new portal and the book and the, 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 the can you imagine? I'm like powering through here. Um, but I'd love to have you. I'd love to, um, to work with you and help you to get this integration. It is so stunning to see what's happening with the folks who are in the classes now, beach houses and, money and, you know, relationships, all, they're manifesting all kinds of things. It's really, really amazing to see. Most importantly, they have, are, are channeling two-way conversations with their higher self on a daily basis, recording them, writing them down, getting insights, getting direction, um, getting those knowings that I'm talking about. It really, really works, and it's really exciting. So with that, I think we'll end for now. We'll probably do a part two of this, um, so look out for that in the next week or so and enjoy the new moon energy, all right? So we'll end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this 5D frequency, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.